Lagers, Pilsners, India Pale Ales, Double IPAs, Doppelbox, Belgian Goldens. That's right, it's all here on another round of Brews Day Tuesday. Here's Drez and Big Nate. Mainly double IPAs uh, for this one, for sure. It is Brews Day Tuesday. Are <laughs> you any Belgian Goldens? Not any Belgian Ohio? Goldens uh, up there in Ohio. I'm sure there probably are, but not that I came across. It's uh, Brews Day brought to you by the Cellar Restaurant and Six Pack Store in downtown Blacksburg. I, I really need to get out there. It's been a minute since I went to see Mikey, but these actually came from a different uh, beer store, which not not a direct competitor to Mikey. It's about a five and a half hour drive away. Again, I think it was just called the Corner Beer Store up in Columbus, Ohio. I just I had to I had to buy up some of these because a I hadn't had any of them. B they were good good bang for your buck and ABV for your buck and the ratings on the old Untap were good. So I just popped from Ryan Geis, which is Cincy made. Says it right there. Obviously, Ohio, uh, pretty big Ohio brewery. It's called the Juicy Truth. Juicy Truth. Truth. I don't know why I'm doing that. Hazy Juicy IPA. I do like a good Juicy IPA. Coming in at 6.5%. Uh, it does still have the independent label right there on the uh, on the can, which I will say, oh, man, maybe I should have brought in my battle jacket to show off. So I have, I have the independent craft beer patch on my jacket. Oh, nice. I also have some Joint Theory patches. And after the suicidal show... I had a guy come up from behind. Obviously, he saw me because my big joint theory right around the back. And he came up to me and, just, and he asked me where I was from. And I told him, Virginia, I was like, I thought that might have been the case with the patches. He's like, I saw your joint theory patch. And, and, the, and then he just started giving me all these great brewery recommendations. And we just started talking beer for, I don't know, 10 minutes after the suicidal show uh, because, you know, I'm not the only one that loves live music and craft beer. They go hand in hand I, in my book. I feel like the Venn diagram might be an almost complete circle. Without question. But uh, so Drez was kind enough to bring back from Ohio the Great Lakes Brewing Company Vibacious. And this is a Dippa. 9% ABV. I kind of feel like you got cheated, but it matches my shirt. So Yeah, honestly, I was a little, I let you choose. You I, did. I usually I didn't look at the ABV. Literally, I, just looked at the label. I'm so sorry. I usually but, uh, I'll share uh, with you. I usually choose the bigger boys, but when you when you pointed out that the label matches shirt, I was like, well, that's hard to argue. So Great Lakes, obviously, a huge, maybe arguably the biggest, yeah, biggest brewery out of Ohio. I think so. Production wise, and maybe maybe quality. I I, I don't know. That's I, certainly that's debatable. But Th- this round, I'm much more familiar with than. With the breweries than, than last Columbus. Round. Yeah, Seventh Sons. I'm not sure if I'm, I've, I don't know if I've had anything from Seventh Sons before, but Columbus Brewing I had. I, I think, and I had mentioned this before, that when I, I think I brought back beers from, from Sonic Temple to do a show with, and it was, I certainly got some Columbus Brewing before, but I don't know if I've done Seventh Sons before. I don't know. Ryan guys, obviously we've had those. We can you can even get Ryan guys down here, but I have not had the juicy truth, so I'm looking forward to it. The color looks pretty good. That's juicy. It does look pretty damn juicy. It's a beautiful brew. So 
Sonic Temple, I, I, I do want to talk about something that kind of, I don't know if frustrates is the right word, but confuses me. When I think Sonic Temple, I think the cult. Yeah, of course. So why do they not have a residency? I would, and honestly, I was wondering why, because if, if memory serves, the cult didn't even play at the first Sonic. I don't think like, they've it, played at any of the. No, well, there's yeah. only been two, but I would, you would think that there's a bit of an argument there. They should just. I don't know be why they. Show up. I don't know why they landed on that name and why. The I mean, it's a cult, cool name. It is a good. I mean, it's a good name. But like, look at the imagery on your shirt. Tell me that wouldn't be on a, a cult limited edition release of Sonic Temple. There's an argument here, and I don't know who Ian. I guess it's just Ian at this point. I don't know who his lawyers are, but he's got to get this figured out. Maybe that's part of it. Is that nobody? With all the different change of hands of royalty aspects, comp record labels, companies. Because, yeah, at that point, is is it the band? Is it the record company? I mean, yeah. is it? I, I don't know. But that's a valid argument. And I think without question, the cult should play. Probably should have done the first. They could have. Because think about it. Think about when you think. I've been drinking. <laughs> uh, headlining rock festivals. The cult probably wouldn't be a headliner at no. this point. But if you're going to be playing the Sonic Temple, you'd have a bit of an argument. You'd probably get at least higher billing than usual, yeah. I would imagine. And, I mean, after all these years, they still put on a hell of a show. It, it just seems like there's a missed opportunity. And maybe maybe someone needs to call Danny Wimmer and be like, look, what are you doing? Well, I'll tell just you what. pay the man. Somebody thankfully called Danny Wimmer after day one because traffic getting out of the festival the first night compared to the rest of the festival was night and day. So Boyd got like the hoity-toity owner's box, premium, gnarly, expensive passes that come with the premium parking. So we're, we're pretty much right up front. And after day one, it took us an hour and a half to get out of the, and it was, we were, we were right up front, had our own little like swoop exit, took an hour and a half. Jeez. When I, when I Googled where our Airbnb was in relation to the venue, it said it's a three minute drive and it took, it took an hour and 40 minutes. So were they towing overnight? We kind of asked that question because- you were we thinking about, the way I'm thinking, like we could just walk. Well, yeah. Well, it's a three minute drive because you're hopping on 71. It, Which it, was, is dicey. it would be probably. And they don't want people to no, We were not going to be walking that late. And frankly, we heard multiple people say that the area we were staying in was a bit questionable. <laughs> but location, location, location. Um, it's secure. But an hour and a half the first night. And that was us. The next day, I heard. People in other parking say it was like two and a half hours Ooh. to get out. That's unbelievable. The next night, from the time we got to our car to the time we pulled into our Airbnb, which in theory is a three-minute drive, probably five, whatever, 17 minutes. So nice. he made some calls, and it was a total game changer. Two observations here. First of all, it's interesting uh, to know that those things can be resolved while the festival's going on, given some troubles. That well, have the, the next day, the next day, locally, not, not live, not probably actively, 
but really what it was and it was the people directing traffic were not doing it right i've <laughs> left many events before and frankly it would have been smoother if they just weren't even there it was making it worse yeah and so i i would assume that got brought up and maybe they just brought in cops that know what they're doing but man they obviously just had parking attendants that had no freaking clue how to direct traffic. The the other thing I I, I kind of lean on here is uh, National Lampoon Summer Vacation. <laughs> they show up to Wally World. Granted, it wasn't open at the time. Clark had the foresight to park <laughs> at the back of the lot. First in, first out. It's like those one of those ads where don't be your parent or whatever. Like oh, this is, I I still so- swear by that. Like well, I I will. I park at the back of the lot at Walmart. That being said, after the first night, with how bad it was, we did try to park closer to the exit going forward. Yeah. So that was a factor. So maybe maybe that 17 minutes, maybe it would have been 25 if we had parked where we normally had, but it still was uh, light years better. So I got you got to give credit for that. That was, I mean, it was an issue, but it was amazing that they were able to fix it the next day. And no, that's it was impressive. no longer a problem at all. And in fact, I hate to say it, but we actually even left early during Kiss to beat the traffic. Because, well, half of Kiss. Yes. Well, we saw about half of Kiss's show because so quarter Kiss. Yeah, quarter Kiss. Um, yeah, I mean, it was it was is you probably missed all Beth. You, all you need. No, we saw Beth. Yeah, Beth. We we that's got, early we in the Beth. set. Good yeah, God, early enough. You got the pyro, you got the vibe. That was all we needed. I did need to keep watching Paul Stanley shouting, Hey, Columbus, Columbus. I'm like, man, he just kept calling us Columbus. And I could be wrong, but I'd imagine 98% of people in attendance do not live in Columbus. In fact, I would I would even venture to say that 80% of those in attendance aren't even in Ohio. Yeah. I'll give you Ohio. You can call us Ohio. But Columbus but, specifically, yeah. I don't know. And, you know. He bothers me. So. They all bother me. You may or may not, may not know this. Uh, my first records, they were cassettes at the time. They weren't vinyl. Kiss. You got into Kiss? <laughs> it was Slippery When Wet and then Kiss's Destroyer, mm. which Des- today yeah. is still one of my all-time favorite albums. Destroyer stands I love Kiss. The they kind of got me into rock. And, and it's just to see the things that they've done to their legacy- well, Paul and Gene have done their legacy just is entirely frustrating. Like, I, I don't know that I would walk out to my backyard to see them. You would, but hopefully they're actually, it actually is the end of the road. And I think it, I think it might be, man. I actually did at one point hoist it up BB and probably got a hernia doing it because, you know, given my current state. You're back. But, because I wanted her to see the platform gnarly oh, boots, boots that they're walking around in. Because it is impressive that that they're wearing these get-ups that must weigh at least 70 pounds. And they're up there at the age of 70 performing. Like, it is crazy. Constant sweat yeah. running I, down their face and spit. Gene Simmons was spitting like no other. Yeah. I think it was maybe that uh, that cow tongue that he had implanted in his face. I don't know if it doesn't gene well, pun intended, but uh, I, I don't know, man. So I saw a video. I, I mean, there's there's so much prep work involved. I saw a video of Gene 
going through doing kiss makeup his daughter has a youtube channel that she's well, quite his, successful on his where makeup, she does makeup is obviously waterproof and, and like just constantly sweat he walks her through the makeup process and she's like it, it, the video was like 30 minutes and like they sped up a bunch and she was like at the end like how how long does this usually take uh about two hours i figured two three hours. on a good night yeah three on a bad night well Depends on what you're doing. Because like at one point, he's like, you, you, you kind of, you, you step away from it. Yeah. Mm. Go grab yourself a drink and you come back and you, you start doing it again. Good God. And then getting into, it, it cannot be easy at that age to get into their tight, ridiculous outfits. Yeah. I don't know, man. Uh, one thing though. Ace had it easy with the, star, with the uh, silver, like you just kind of fill it in. You're drunk one night. You outline it. Paul also has it easy. Paul's does seem easier for sure. Either way, I one thing I do maybe regret not sticking around to the end because, you know, I'm a big fan of, I try and, I have a pick collection. I try and get guitar picks. There was the amount of guitar picks that Kiss had on all of their microphone stands. And I've never even seen this before. Just Underneath their guitars, they had good t- picks stuck to them. It's like they were almost worried that they were going to, at some point, not have a guitar pick to play with. Or they're really if calling they're it quits. Playing, and if know. we don't have picks, we can't play anymore. I, yeah, I, I don't know. But we left early. Yeah, Kiss just doesn't... They've never really done it for me, man. Never. It's, it's that being fair. said, believe it or not, BB, you know, she's she's foreign. But uh, I was like, well, you you know, Kiss, you know, I want you you didn't at least know that song. I played it for. She had never heard that before. I'm like, how have you never heard that song? And I'm like, well, really, my favorite song is Detroit Rock City. Played that, never heard it. I was like, well, actually, probably my favorite song of theirs is Strutter. I got into that because of Guitar Hero. I played that for it. No, oh well, I, I was also a big fan of Lick It Up. So play that. She doesn't know any of them. I also, I did get to see all. I didn't. I don't think I saw Strutter. We might have stuck around for Strutter. They opened with Detroit Rock City. Ooh. So there's a Scooby Doo, as you know, and now the whole audience is about to know. My children love Scooby Doo. There's a Scooby Doo Kiss movie about Kiss owns a theme park and it's haunted, and there's this like parallel universe thing. But there are only three Kiss songs featured in the movie that's geared towards children. And this has fascinated me ever since ah, I first saw it. Geared towards children. So not lick it up. <laughs> okay. So it's got Black Diamond. All right. that That's okay. Okay. I can see that. I was made for loving you and Love Gun. What? They picked the... Uh, uh, so when you, say, when you say geared towards children... I thought you meant like, oh, there's only those. No, uh, no, those are the ones that they picked. Love for gun, this. and I was made for loving you. Wow. Made the final cut. Well, throw lick it up in there then. Like, Let's yeah. do it. <laughs> what are you doing? We don't need black diamond. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's crazy. It's it's a great Scooby Doo movie, but weird choice. Yeah. Wow, that's interesting. I'm trying to think of anything else that's worth mentioning that I really needed to hit on uh, about Sonic Temple. I mean, it was just a good time, like always. One thing that blew my freaking mind was the fact that on our drive up is when, or no, not not our drive up, day of. It was Wednesday. I was here at the station. 
And that's when I realized that they still had RV parking available. I didn't even know RV parking was a thing at Sonic Temple. If I had known that, we would have been taking the damn so RV. Much easier. It would have made my life that would have saved so you much like easier. Several hours. We wouldn't have been. We also wouldn't have been staying in the not so. Uh, oh, you're staying there. And you know what? Frankly, though, I, I still need to write the re- Airbnb review. But multiple people said something like that. No issues whatsoever. Like it was totally fine. It definitely looked a little rough, but. So did the Airbnb we were staying at. It was much rougher than the photos made it out to be. It's rough for Columbus, but mm, probably not that bad. That was hey, the other. There's, there's not a lot of crime in that area. That was the other thing. Yeah, Boyd's wife Sadie brought up on the way. I guess it was was it last year. The top five murder capitals, cities of the U.S. Two of the top five were in Ohio. It was Cleveland and Columbus coming in at f- three and four. Oh my God, my grandmother lived in Columbus forever. Well, proof is in the pudding. Well, not everybody gets murdered. There was a malpractice lawsuit, but that's not for here. All right, that's a wrap. Uh, so, oh, oh clearly, clearly is the time to wrap it up. Zeingeist, since he made truths, uh, juicy truth. This is good. Easy going down. A nice, a nice hazy. A little light for a hazy, though, now that I'm looking at it and thinking about it. Only 6.5%. I'll give this one a 4. I'm vibing with the Vibacious. Great Lakes Brewing Company. Doing it again. I feel like that brilliant label. I I think this is the uh, standout beer of the show. I thought that was going to be the winner of the bunch. 475. 475. There we go. Uh, I did go to a couple different breweries while I was up there. I may or may not have some beers from one of those breweries. In fact, I definitely do. And we will drink that maybe next week. We also might have a guest. I don't know. I have. I just got back. I haven't had enough time to plan and figure this stuff out. But I can tell you this much. Next week, we'll be drinking again right here. Six o'clock on Tuesday, 105.3 The Bear.